My name is Father Mike Delaney and I'm the parish priest of the Kingston Channel Catholic Parish in the Archdiocese of Hobart. This is my homily for Trinity Sunday. Welcome to the third week of the message series titled All Pointing to Christ. If you haven't already worked it out, the title of the series is taken from the first letter of each of the four feast days we're celebrating in these weeks. No one ever said I was blessed with a great imagination. On the first of the Sundays, the Feast of the Ascension, I spoke about how Jesus had promised that the disciples would receive the power of the Holy Spirit, who would empower them to be my witnesses not only in Jerusalem, but throughout Judea and Samaria, and indeed to the ends of the earth. Immediately after Jesus had ascended into heaven, the disciples remained where they were, looking into the sky, and then they were visited by angels who said to them, Why are you men from Galilee standing here looking into the sky? I remarked then that our world doesn't need people who want to stay looking at what has been. I recalled that when my father taught me to drive, he constantly said, I needed to check the rear vision mirror. But we know what happens if that's all you do. You crash. Yes, we know we need to know what is behind us, where we've come from. But we also need to focus strongly on what is still to come. On the following week, last week as we celebrated the Feast of Pentecost, we were reminded that when the Holy Spirit came, there was a real change in the disciples and through their preaching, the church was born. There was a line at the end of the Gospel which I didn't really emphasise in my homily, but which I mentioned in my email during the week. The Advocate, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all I have said to you. It reminded us that the work we are called to do isn't just our mission, but it is the work of God and the Holy Spirit will be with us to lead us and guide, guide us. It reminded me of a meme about the style of leadership of the last three popes. St John Paul II said, This is what we believe. Pope Benedict said, This is why we believe it. And Pope Francis said, Just do it. All three are necessary. And all three are even more important today, as the Christian faith is seen by many as being irrelevant. So, to make life interesting, our final two feast days are feasts which rely heavily on having faith, believing in something that could be said to defy logic or understanding. Our celebration this week is the Feast of the Trinity, the Church is inviting us to take time to contemplate what God is like and what that means to us. The Church teaches that God is a trinity of being, three persons who are one God, a uniquely Christian belief that sounds like blasphemy to some and nonsense to others. St. Patrick and the Shamrock aside, the only way to approach this idea is to contemplate it as a mystery. That means we need to mull it over with an attitude that both revels in awe, but then lets go of the need to, for clear answers. 
The idea of God as Trinity as three persons is a mystery in the deepest sense of the word. It's a reality that fascinates us, can draw us towards God, and hopefully is still too deep for our thought and our prayers to exhaust. So what does the church give us as a guide to understanding this mystery in our readings today? Firstly, it gives us the passage from the book of Proverbs when it speaks about the actions of the wisdom of God. Listen again to what it says. The Lord created me when his purpose first unfolded, before the oldest of his works. From everlasting I was firmly set. The passage continues and reminds us that the wisdom of God was present in every activity of the creation of the world. I was by his side, a master craftsman, delighting him day after day, even at play in his presence. So even though the Spirit is not named in this passage, our understanding is that the wisdom of, of God is truly the Holy Spirit, who reminds us of everything that Jesus taught his disciples. As the title of this series says, All Pointing to Christ, Paul in his letter to the Romans reminds us powerfully that through our Lord Jesus Christ, by faith we are judged righteous and at peace with God since it is by faith and through Jesus that we have entered this state of grace in which we can boast about looking forward to God's glory. I believe that when the early Christians heard these words, it reminded them that Jesus had made God present to them in a new and in a very different way. For as Jesus walked amongst them and spoke to them about God, he was telling them of a God as Father, who was not separated from them, but who wanted to be in relationship with them. When they experience these things Paul speaks about, peace with God, boasting in hope, the love of God poured out in their hearts, I wonder if each of those experiences transported them into the knowledge they could have only have received from the Holy Spirit, this wisdom that was being given to them. And so little by little, they begin to grow in a new understanding of God as present to them in three uniquely personal ways. And this would then have been further developed by the Gospel of John, written decades after the writings of Paul, a Gospel resulting from many years of faith-filled reflection on the life and teaching of Jesus. More than any other evangelist, John portrays Jesus' intimate communion with God, whom he called Father. John also explained how Jesus' relationship with the Father could not be separated from his promise that his disciples can share in this same relationship with him and the Father through the gift of the Spirit. The whole of the passage from John's Gospel today reminds us of this wonderful unity where all three persons of the Trinity complement and complete each other. We read, and slightly edited for purpose, the Spirit of Truth will tell you of the things to come. He will glorify me, since all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. Everything the Father has is mine. That is why I said, all he tells you will be taken from what is mine. So, what is it that we believe about the Trinity? In its simplest form, 
We believe that God is a God whose very being is communal love, a God who created the world so that this love might be shared. Because of this great love, it means that we are created in the image of God so that we can find our greatest fulfilment as images of the Trinity, enjoying relationships with one another, with God and with all of creation. We know Jesus witnessed to this love by his life and he now invites us to be in relationship with him so that we might remind others of what the love of the Trinity is real in our day, in our time. Our greatest witness to that love is when we live generously and graciously towards others as God is living towards us.